Thank you for joining me this week for episode 17 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. Over the past three weeks, I've been talking to you a great deal about the mysteries of prayer, attempting to give some keys to you that are involved in prayer that enhance our ability to walk in third heaven authority. I think that they are great mysteries, great dynamics of the kingdom of God. They have enhanced my ability to walk in faith and authority so much. Today, I wanted to continue just one more time. In fact, I'm going to speak to you a little bit more about the art of intercession. And again, this will be the last clip that I play from the series that I taught a few years back on the mysteries of prayer. I encourage you to listen intently for what the Holy Spirit wishes to speak to your heart about your life is one of the ways that the Lord releases your authority, brings revelation. Of course, it is the Word and the Spirit, so develop a very accurate word life where you read the Bible every day, but you got to pray yourself into those revelations. Pray yourself into God's will and destiny for your life. Pray your family and your loved ones to everything that God has for them. And pray for the lost to be saved. So listen to this clip. The Holy Spirit enables us to pray beyond our intellect. He accomplishes this with other tongues and with groanings. And he prays for us and for others through us. Interceding, interceding, interceding. You see, we are part of Jesus' intercessory ministry on the earth. Part of that is the mind of Christ. You see, in Scripture, when you see that phrase, mind of Christ, it's not just talking about the knowledge of Christ that has been supplied to you by the Holy Spirit, the revelation of the Word and revelation of the kingdom. He's talking about the attitude of Christ. And the specific placement of that term or that phrase, mind of Christ, is in scriptures they're talking about how that even though he was God, he was willing to give himself an intercession for us. Through his death and his resurrection, and then after he was raised up, he continues forever to make intercession for the saints. The attitude of intercession. We are intercessors. We intercede for people in the spirit praying for them. Yes, we intercede also by praying in English. Yes, we intercede by going over and witnessing to people. There are many forms of intercession where you are going and bringing Jesus to people. But one of the primary ways is going to the Heavenly Father who has his his assets to supply the need of all of those that are around by praying in the Holy Spirit. Oh, we assist others in spiritual warfare. When people are coming up against things in their life that are grievous, they look like roadblocks, they're having trouble, difficulty in getting through. In the spirit, 
we intercede. We lock hold together with them. And we begin to pray for them and pray with them about those situations. And when we do that, we heat coals of fire up on their head. Now, I've shared with you before that my good friend, the late Dr. Rabbi Rich Ford, shared with me that in Messianic Jewish culture, interpreting heaping coals of fire upon their head is talking about how that people without the influence of the world, wrong belief system, and demonic entities want to do the right thing. But when they don't, and they can't, then by our generosity, by our benevolence, by our intercessions, we heap coals of fire upon the head demonic influence that is causing them to do it. And when we, through that intercession and through those acts of benevolence and love, begin to break and help them break the power of that head demon influencing their life, that then they can come to the place to where they can accept Jesus, walk in love, and quit being such a stinker. The Apostle Paul said that he travailed in birth until Christ was formed in them. Intercessory prayer helps form Christ in people. As you begin to pray for them, I pray for you guys. I intercede for you every single day. And of course, I, there are different ways, different forms, and, and, and the way that I do it is not the only way. Whatever the Holy Spirit, however he moves in your life and, and instructs you to do it, then do it. For me, I don't have a list. Usually don't. I go before the Lord, and I begin to pray in tongues, and I have my agenda that's in my heart. But I may have a list of names of people that are in the congregation, people that I might want to pray for. But what I do is I just begin to pray and then follow the Holy Spirit. And as I'm praying, I'll pray in English and I'll pray in tongues. And then the Holy Spirit will show me the congregation. I'm right here. When I go home tonight, I am going to remember the face of every single person that's in this room. It's indelibly imprinted upon my mind. And tonight, I'm going to be praying for you, every single one of you. And in my mind, I'm going to see your face, and I'm going to go right down the line, back and forth, praying and praying and praying for the things, things that the Lord is even showing me right now that may not get addressed at all in this service. And I just flow with the Spirit. CK has a prayer list. She has your names on a piece of paper in her Bible. And she has all these different lists, different things that she wants to pray for. And she just, she opens her Bible. She looks at the names. She prays in tongues. And she just flows with the Spirit and flows over that. There's so many different forms, different ways of interceding. But the most important one is do it in the Spirit. Flow with the Spirit. 
and realize, realize not only the opportunity, but the privilege interceding and asking the Lord to supply the need. You see, what we're doing is we're injecting destiny into people's lives. We're injecting purpose and the designs of God into their lives. Now, there's no way that you can, by your own faith, pray for every human being on the face of the planet because you don't know them. But the Holy Spirit can pray through you for anyone that he wants to. Boy, I tell you, I, I told you the story not long ago how I'm talking about years, years ago, probably 30 years ago. I heard Oral Roberts sharing a testimony. And he said that he was in the, I think it was the prayer center there in Tulsa that they had built. And he was interceding in the spirit, praying in tongues. And he had a vision. And in the vision, he saw himself in India, I believe it was, preaching to a mass of people. And he saw countless thousands get saved. He saw miracles, healings, great things that happened. And when he was through, he came back to himself, and he was still right there just praying, praying for souls. And he thought, well, that was pretty cool. And he said, a week later, he started getting letters from India asking him or thanking him for coming and preaching the gospel to them and for the miracles that happened. He had testimonies of people that were healed supernaturally in his meeting. And he never left physically the prayer center. During the week, I take you before the Lord so that on Sunday, I can bring the Lord to you. That's why prayer life is so important to me. If you try to call me before noon, you won't get me. Because my mornings belong to the Lord. Nobody interrupts that. Because I learned a long time ago, the success or the failure of any Christian endeavor is based in prayer. And a large part of it interceding in the Spirit. I learned a long time ago the power of prayer and that the power of prayer is greater than any talent, any intellect, any natural ability or strength that any man has. Intercessory prayer. What a privilege to be able to intercede. And you know what? That's a light thing. It, it's heavy in the sense that how powerful it is. But don't anybody ever pick up a false responsibility and a sense that somehow, if you don't just pray for 20 hours a day, that the people that go to hell, it's all your fault. No. You're only one. 
praying and interceding is something that's light and joyful and that we can have fun with. Enjoy spending the time with the Lord. Jesus doesn't place burdens on us. Now there's a term burden that sometimes is thrown around in Christian circles which which I don't have a problem with in the context of if if the definition is that the Holy Spirit is leading you to pray for somebody and there's a focus there there's an assignment there but what I do have a problem with is if the definition includes that it is a heavy weight if it's a heavy weight and it's grueling and it's something hard for you to do then you're probably doing it wrong and that includes travailing in the spirit I've travailed in the spirit I've interceded for years for four decades and I can tell you that even if there's intense spiritual warfare it's not a heavy burden not if you do it in the joy of the Lord if you do it in third heaven authority if you're trying to muster up the strength in the flesh and somehow by your own energies get the job done then it'll be a burden but it won't be very successful I was reminded the Spirit of the Lord just spoke to me and I'm gonna share a story with you many years ago when I was a, a young minister I was interceding <laughs> most of the stories I tell you are either about ministry or about praying because that's where it all happens to me visions dreams encounters all those kind of things because I pray without ceasing at any rate I was praying and suddenly the Lord showed me a vision and in this vision I saw kind of like a medieval castle you know you think about like King Arthur and those kind of things okay medieval castle and the Spirit of the Lord took me down in this vision into the castle and I saw the king and the king was the champion the king had led his army into battle successfully a lot of times and the king was in the upper chamber with his armor bearer putting on his armor and while he was doing that there was a challenger that had rode up and the king knew it and the challenger was waiting outside of the castle gates to do combat there was a big army behind the challenger but they had decided to let the two champions do the fighting instead of the um, the armies and then whoever won they were the successors the king took off his basic robes and right there with bare skin the armor bearer began to put the armor over him I thought what in the world is he doing he's putting armor he's putting metal he's putting leather he's putting all these things right on his bare skin and the armor bearer finished the whole job the king the champion went down he got on his steed and he went out 
to face the challenger in combat. And as they engaged in the fight, the metal began to chafe and began to cut in the skin of the king. It began to irritate and distract him. To the point he was so distracted that the challenger overcame him and defeated him. And when I saw that happen in the vision, then the Lord spoke to me and he said, so is the case with many of my people who think that intercessory prayer and that spiritual warfare is something that is grievous. He said, they forget to put on the, gar- the undergarments of joy and praise before they don their armor. And he said, the joy, the undergarments of joy and praise are meant to protect the skin and to keep the armor from chafing and becoming a hardship to them. The armor is meant to protect them from the enemy's bows and arrows and weaponry. But when the armor goes on the skin, it becomes too grievous. They give up the fight. They lose the fight because they don't know how to fight anymore. The distractions, the cares, the problems, they just can't do it. And he said, from this day forward, he said, make sure that every time you go into spiritual warfare, that you put on the undergarments of joy and praise. And it will sustain you. It will keep you going so that your armor can do its job and not work against you. Intercessory prayer. Do it in joy. Do it in love. Do it in praise. Very often I start my prayer sessions with, Lord Jesus, I love you and I worship you today. What a wonderful day. You've given me breath. You've given me power. You've given me authority. You love me. You're working in the lives of my family. You're supplying all of my needs. This is a time I want you to know that in complete surrender, I worship you and I praise you and I praise you and I praise you. And I realize, Lord God, that I have to operate and even pray in love because I know that as long as I'm in love and operating by the Spirit of grace, that the Holy Spirit and I choose our battles and how they're to be fought. But every time I get out of love, every time I get out of joy, and praise then the enemy chooses them for me and that's a dangerous place to be so I worship you and I thank you I thank you for the victory and I give my mouth and I give my words and I give my authority and I give my body unto you now in intercessory prayer and in Jesus name and I begin to move in the spirit and pray intercessory prayer the art of intercession we need to pray for revival and spiritual awakening in america in our city around the world we need to pray for the unsaved and bring the bread of heaven unto them help them make it into the kingdom we need to pray for believers 
because they need to have Christ formed in them. They need to rise up and mature in the kingdom of God. We need to pray for our family and our friends. We need to pray for the infirm. We need to pray for the immature. We need to pray for nations and governments. We need to pray for ministries and churches. And it's okay if you even make a list and pray. You can direct your tongues and your intercession by faith over a list as you pray your way down there. But you also need to just give it to the Lord and just pray. And let him just work it, work it, work it, work it. And be vessels of intercession. You see, we're in a day and hour. Right where Jesus has designed for us to be. We are the force on planet earth that brings the kingdom. Thank God for all of those who have preceded us. Thank God for people like my father that just went home to be with the Lord at 90 years of age. He operated and flowed in these things. Thank God for those that preceded him. But we are the ones. We are connected with the champion. We have that place right now. A position on planet earth. Through intercessory prayer. Walking in the word. Third heaven authority. To release the kingdom. You've heard me say it so many times. You'll hear me say it over and over again. Our job right now is to make heaven look like, I'm sorry, to make earth look like heaven. One soul at a time. One life at a time. One power display at a time. The kingdom of heaven advanced through us and invade this planet. He invades through our lives, through our families, our loved ones, our next door neighbors, as we intercede and we pray and then we follow up. Now, one of the things, the last things I'm going to share with you today is the Lord spoke to me again 40 years ago. And he said, sometimes prayer is not enough. And I said, what? Prayer's always enough. And he said, yes. But he said, once you learn how to operate and intercede and pray in the Spirit, then you need to learn how to obey and go when he says go. He says, when you're praying in the Spirit, you'll pray for all kinds of people, all kinds of situations, and then the Holy Spirit will bring to your heart those that you need to act upon at that moment. And he said it's called, it's called putting feet to your intercession. That's just the way he said it to me. I'm not making a doctrinal statement that the Bible says. Putting feet to your intercession. Sometimes when you intercede for three months for your next door neighbor, or maybe even one hour, Spirit of God speaks to you and says, okay, now go. Share Jesus with them. Sometimes when you're interceding for somebody who's in poor health, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and say, now go pray for them. Putting feet to your intercession. All of the experiences that I shared in that clip and any of the previous ones, 
I've realized over the years actually can be multiplied a thousandfold because they all contain these certain dynamics about intercession. Yes, there are dynamics and elements of faith, of authority, of binding, of loosing, spiritual warfare, releasing things from the kingdom of God into the earth. But there's also that intercession quality whereby that what I am doing is I am going to the Lord in behalf of the people. He shows me things about the nation in behalf of the people. I see angels and they talk to me in behalf of the people. I'm attempting to say is that when we develop a mindset and we pick up the mantle for interceding for other people, standing in the gap for them, bringing heaven to earth for them, and we will exponentially experience an increase in the power of God in our lives. This is all about third heaven authority. Third heaven authority is willing to give itself in behalf of those others that cannot do it for themselves. Jesus himself stood in the synagogue in Nazareth and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he also said, The works that I do shall you do, and greater works than these. He said, All authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. For you go. We are intercessors. The more we intercede in the Spirit, Pray in the Spirit. Pray in our heavenly prayer languages. Then the more the mysteries of prayer begin to develop in our lives. And we are praying destiny for ourselves and for those around us. We are building up ourselves on our most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. Breaking bondages off of other people's lives that we genuinely care about. And most of the time, quite frankly, a lot of people, we don't even know, but the Spirit is praying for them through us. And finally, we are manifesting third heaven authority on the earth. Ephesians 6.18 Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, meaning on every occasion, using every form and manner of prayer. 1 Timothy 2.1, I exhort first of all that all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. We are called to a life of prayer because it's intimacy with God, but it's also key to releasing the wisdom and the power of heaven. Join me in future episodes as I continue to share my heart and my experiences and God's word. Subscribe to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on this podcast network so that you don't miss a single episode and develop a prayer life. Go intercede in the spirit in Jesus' name.
God bless.